My name is Jenny Bowden, and I believe that having the life of your dreams starts with doing things every single day that you're probably not very good at yet. I hope you come to this podcast daring to dream, daring to light your heart on fire, but also realizing that the end results of your efforts right now might be pitiful, might be so much less than you imagined they would be, and that that is okay. That is just the way it should be. I want to do something a little different today. I have kind of like an interview question minute long clip um, from someone I really admire. Her name is Kia and um, I'm going to use it to target the topic for our podcast today. So I'll uh, share that with you now. Okay, Kia. So given the experience that we've had over the last two weeks, what are some of the things you're going to do when you get back home to keep the best parts rolling in your life? So I remember walking through um, actually a lot of different furniture stores and even Walmart and seeing home decor, especially paintings with the words dream big. And that's never meant anything to me. It's just a nice thought, but I've never put it up in my home. Um, But I feel like what I want to actually take home is permission to let myself be big and dream big. So instead of letting myself play small and stick to things that I feel I need to maintain as my responsibilities, um, I want to let myself dream big and trust that that is me being big because I get to enjoy my life. Yeah, like it's okay to take up a little more space. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Kia. You bet. Kia and I both just got back from a two-week-long camp called FACES. Um, At FACES, we work together um, counseling young teenagers on how to rock climb and rappel and canoe and also how to take charge of their life and, um, yep, be their best selves, essentially. Um, I have attended this camp every year for the past seven years, and I can honestly say it's usually the highlight of my year. Okay, yeah, pretty much always. Um, And so the question that I often ask myself um, is, okay, now that I've done this and had this great experience, how do I bring this into my life? Because the thing about FACES, I think for um, those who work there and the students, is that somehow it has this unique quality of letting you be the super version of yourself. Um, And that's a great feeling. And then when everyone's feeling that way, sometimes you come home and it's like, this big, massive letdown maybe, but also you're super tired from living this high and it's just, it's hard. Um, great example was today. Um, so I have come home to my three kids and then I'm also 
babysitting my niece and nephew for the next week and a bit. And so it's been pretty crazy at my house. Oh, and then my husband is away at that same camp. So it's just me. And I got pretty exhausted around the afternoon time. And so I was like, come on, kids, let's go up and watch a movie. We made some popcorn and we put a movie on. It was kind of a rainy day, so it was perfect. And I was like, look at me. I just handled this situation and the movie is going great. And I find myself cuddling with my little three-year-old and it just feels perfect. And I'm kind of like breathing in the smell of her hair and she snuggled right kind of into me. And I told her, you know, Fenlin, I think that you really like snuggling with me this way because when you were a little baby, you always slept like this. She was really sickly child. She like had some major, um, yeah, problems breathing. So she would always sleep with me in the bed and I'd be like, Patty, and she'd just be like right in that little spot where she used to be in my tummy. And it was so precious. Um, and I, to I told her about that, and she, she was just loving it. And then we paused the movie because she had to get up and go to the bathroom. And I didn't even realize, but when she came back, my five-year-old daughter had cuddled right in to that same spot. And so we had to spend the next, like, 15 minutes debriefing the situation as my three-year-old screaming, You're in the tummy spot! Like, at the top of her lungs. And it was just like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And why does this suck so badly? Um, so, just one example of many in my day-to-day. -day. But, uh, yeah, sometimes life is hard. So, I, I love Kia's answer to this question of just basically giving yourself permission to dream big and be big because sometimes amidst the realities of living you just feel like you're asking way too much to do those things um that's how I feel anyways um so I think that for me, it really comes down to like kind of going off what Keo is saying that I really have a hard time with letting myself feel like I deserve to follow my dreams. Um, I think that it's a lot easier to say, Jen, you deserve this to something that's actually a lot more fleeting, like a chocolate bar or a cheesy movie that I'm not actually going to, I don't know, that I'm just, something that's going to be quick and easy. It's a lot harder to say you deserve this about getting up at 6 a.m. and going for a run. Um, I think that I really, really struggle. There was a girl actually who, this, this really, this idea for me in my life really struck home because um, I was teaching a class at FACES and one of the girls said that she really, really struggled to feel good about herself because she's always looking around and wanting everyone else to feel better before she can feel better herself. And I gave her this great speech about how if you're always if you're a cup of water and you're always pouring out the water, it's 
it's going to be gone eventually and then you're not going to have any water to give anyone. But if you're constantly focusing on filling yourself up with the things you need, and if you're a cup of water, then that's water, then the water is just going to overflow. And it's going to overflow to the people you love and to the people in your life and to everyone all around in your sphere of influence. And I told her that, and then I went to my tent that night to sleep, and I thought, huh, I don't know if I do that for myself. Um, maybe in some areas, but most of the time, I'm right where that girl is, looking around, trying to make sure everyone else is okay, and not looking for the things that I really need, and believing that I really actually deserve those things, and that those things, it's okay for those things to come to me, and for me to seek them out. That might seem like overly simplistic, but for me, it was a huge epiphany. Um, Okay, and then the other thing that struck me while I was listening to Kia's clip here, um, there's a quote that says, uh, like, who am I to be gorgeous, talented, blah, 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 and then it goes on, who are you not to be? And I think that's sometimes the thing that rolls through my head when I think of dreaming big. Actually, I think it's easy for me to write down those big dreams. Um, maybe not easy, but I can do it. But when it actually comes to the day-to-day practice of living those goals, that's where I think it really hits me. The kind of like, who am I? Who am I to be working towards this? Because it's in that reality that I start to actually see firsthand all of my flaws, all of my inadequacies, all of my like, painstakingly trying to do this thing while failing at it, which for me right now, my main focus is getting up early. And so I get up early to write and then I don't have anything meaningful to write. And I just think, what are you doing, Jen? Like, who are you kidding yourself? Go back to bed. You're, you're better off just sleeping right now because you don't have anything meaningful to say. So I hope that didn't sound negative, but that's sometimes where my head goes, and I hope that that's helpful to some people because I think um, the other thing that popped into my head was this. uh, I'm such a suck for this movie, Um, Marley and Me with uh, Jennifer Aniston. I cry every time. It's like one of my kids' favorite movies to watch with me, or maybe it's just a movie that they know. If they ask for it, I'll usually say yes, but... There's a scene in it where Jennifer Aniston is uh, dropping off her husband, who's uh, Owen Wilson, for a job interview. And he's kind of nervous. And she kind of like rolls him through this super cute pep talk. And at the end, she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm John freaking Grogan. Is that his name, Grogan? Anyways, um... So I think that's something we can all say to ourselves. Like, who are you? Yeah, I'm Jennifer freaking Bowden. And you know what? I might not be the version of myself that I want to be ultimately, but I'm going to do the work to grow into that because it's a process and that's okay. So insert your name in that place, please. Um, The other thing that popped into my head, I just love, I love what Gia said. 
um, like giving yourself permission to enjoy your life. Um, and I think that that sort of thing isn't something you do just some of the time. It's, it's like this constant space in yourself that has to be a habit. And I think that taking up space, yeah, it's just being able to take up space in the world isn't something we can do occasionally. And, oh, I just watch, especially men often, honestly, like the way that they allow themselves to even take up more face space physically by the way that they, like their posture and the volume of their voice. And it's just, oh, it's so freeing. Actually, one of my favorite genres of movie to watch when I'm feeling really down are, um, I don't know what you call these movies. People always laugh, but okay. The, the producer of them is usually Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry movies. Anyone? Uh, they're like, if you go on Netflix and search Tyler Perry movies, they're all, um, like the cast is pretty much all black people. And they're like black people who usually attend Baptist churches, and I love them. And I think the reason I love those movies so much is because the people in them, women and men, they take up space, like with their language, with their postures, which they just have, they have this like black attitude going on that's just so cathartic for me because I feel like I don't have that most of the time. And yeah, I just, I really, listening to Kia talk, I really want to be able to do that more in my life. I want to be able to speak when I need to speak, to laugh when I deserve to laugh, like all, oh, that just got really cheesy, but I hope you get what I'm saying. I just want to live this kind of like fuller, bolder existence, and I see that in, in patches all around me, and I need it more in my life. So I'm, I'm really grateful to Kia for, um, yeah, giving me that little bit of food for thought. Okay, and here's the part where it got really exciting for me. I had this realization, an epiphany even, um, about compromise. So if we're thinking about dreaming big, like Kia talked about, and then we're thinking about compromise. The two, in my mind, when I tried to put them together, they didn't really fit. Um, in fact, the more I thought of examples of compromise, the more I really felt like it was just a lose-lose situation. And it's interesting because we hear a lot um, about that word these days, uh, especially in marriages, like, let's look for a way to compromise here. I feel like my husband and I are saying that to each other a lot. And I just don't think that it's necessarily getting us anywhere great. Um, an example is um, one that came to mind. So you guys know I'm a broken record. I'm trying to do a better job with my sleep, going to sleep early, waking up early. Okay, failing at it most days, but still trying. And 
one of the dynamics that happens, especially with my in-laws, uh, my husband's family, is that they stay up really, really late. And especially when they get together, they like to stay up really, really late. And what I do is I try and compromise in that situation. So I try to go to sleep maybe an hour, two hours, a little more, past my usual bedtime. And the problem with that is that no one actually gets what they want in that situation. Okay, so let's look at it. And let's imagine that I were just to go to sleep at the normal bedtime that I had stipulated for myself, which was 10 o'clock. Okay, so I go to sleep at 10 o'clock and everyone is disappointed. And they also feel maybe a little bit like I don't value our time together as family. Or maybe they feel like I'm just a huge party pooper. Any of those things could be true, okay? So they're feeling all those things. I'm feeling a sense of guilt because I feel like they feel those things. And that's what happens if I were to go to bed at 10 o'clock, okay? Now, imagine a situation in which I compromise and I go to sleep one or two hours past my normal bedtime, 11 or 12 o'clock. Guess what? In that situation, or in any situation that I would compromise, because we're meeting in the middle here, I'm still the first one to go to bed. Okay? So I'm still leaving the party early. I'm still the first one, almost always, leaving the party early. And where does that leave us? Oh, it leaves us in the exact same situation. But now, instead of there just being this sense of guilt on my end, now I also have all the negatives of feeling really lethargic the next day, more importantly, feeling like I didn't achieve my goals, my biggest goal that I have in my life right now. And so, yeah, looking at that, very interesting. Because what if you were able to just take away the guilt and go to bed early? Well, that would be a win for me, possibly still a lose for them. But guess what? I can't control that. So it could even end up being a win for them as well, depending on how they choose to take it. Okay, so I'll give you another example of a win-win situation that I encountered recently, also at my in-law's house, that wasn't a compromise. So we were staying um, for Canada Day weekend. I actually podcasted while I was staying with my in-laws, and we're having a fabulous time and we're getting ready to go to the beach for all these Canada Day celebrations. And my husband, or sorry, this is the night before we're going, my husband says to me, you know what, Jen, I would really love to go do a multi-pitch climb with his cousin Jade and his brother. And multi-pitch climbs usually take at least a few hours. Uh, talking rock climbing right now. And... That means that he was going to probably miss out on a good deal of the beach festivities, miss up out on packing the kids up in the van and get, getting everyone ready. And because I had done that 
podcast instead of looking for a way to compromise in the situation I was thinking you know what I want each of us to have like I'd said in that that one that I did uh, a moment on this vacation where we feel like our hearts are lit on fire we're just so over the moon excited about something that we're doing and So I looked at him, I thought, oh yeah, this is it. That'll do it. That'll do the trick for him. And so, um, so yeah, we went ahead and I just focused on trying to be as excited as I could for him and wished him well on his, his climb. And he had a fantastic time. He came home and I was like, did that absolutely thrill your soul? And he was like, yes, yes, it did. And then we spent the rest of the day together. And later on, I gave myself the same gift of doing something that thrilled my heart. When the whole family was getting ready to go on a walk, I told Hans, you know what, I think I'm just going to stay here. I think I'm going to spend some time doing some yoga, hanging out with myself. And, And I did. And he was really glad to let me do that. He didn't try to compromise and say, well, if you just come for a little bit or no, I just stayed home. And in some ways that might seem selfish, but if it is selfish, I think it's a very, very good kind of selfish. So I just want us to think about that idea of compromise in terms of this dreaming big idea And I want us to think about it because we don't, when we send our kids out into the world, we don't tell them, like, say, if not doing drugs is a really big value in your family. You don't tell your kids, you know what, honey, if someone offers you some weed, you should probably just take a little puff so they don't feel bad and you don't feel guilty for making them feel bad. No, we walk them through strategies of how to give very hard no's in those areas. So why do we as adults with the things that we value most feel like we need to compromise? I think that we don't. And I'd like you to think about that this week. Okay, and if we go back really quickly to that example that I shared about my husband and I and how we found ways to just um, kind of unapologetically go after the things that we want in life and support each other in that. You'll notice that when you don't compromise, when you do the thing that you are trying to do or want to do or that's making you so happy and feel so big and like you're taking up this huge amount of space in the world and that's an amazing thing, if you're doing that instead of compromising, you are showing people how happy it's making you, how fulfilled it's making you, what all those things, okay? So the people in your life are going to see that and guess what they're going to do? because they love you and because they want the best for you, they're gonna support you in that. If I'm over at my in-law's house 
and I'm still staying up till midnight, guess what? Even though I was the first one to go to bed, I'm still tired. They don't see all the benefits of my going to bed early and that that's blessing my life. They just see tired zombie gen, which isn't a manifestation of my goal because I didn't fulfill my goal. So the more, and I'm not saying don't ever, like, sure, if you want, actually, no, I am saying this. I am saying that for me right now, I don't need to compromise on my goal almost ever because I just need to figure it out. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say that. Maybe I'll just leave that there. And I hope you all have an amazing week. At this point, you are probably so filled with new ideas and new insights and you just need to talk to another person about how it's all gonna go down in your life. Visit me on Instagram. I'm Jenny Bowden there as well, and I'm always happy to answer any direct messages. But while you're there, make sure you throw up a screenshot on your stories or something that'll connect your community to this podcast so that you'll always have someone to chat with about an episode that you love. Thank you.